and welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced, as all things should be. My name is Isaac Edlin, and I am your host tonight. Today I have with me one very special friend in Infinity Bro. It's Robbie Sauter. How are you doing, Robbie? I am so happy to be here. Vecna did not get me. I listened to the Infinity Bros Yet. podcast, Yet. and it pulled me out of Vecna's curse. And I am free <laughs> to run up that hill and talk Stranger Things. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so before we even go any further, uh, <laughs> what what's her name again? Kate? Is it Kate Bush? Kate, Kate Bush. Kate Bush. I just saw a stat that she has earned like two over two million from streams of her song since Stranger Things came out. That is absolutely buck wild. Congratulations to Kate Bush. Like, <laughs> I don't think she's ever been like super popular because I had never heard of her before this. That's not saying much, but it's so crazy that like 30 years, 30, 40 years after your song releases, you're making that much money on it like props to her that's amazing but uh, yeah so if you uh if you didn't catch it we are going to be talking about stranger things for volume two uh got a lot of stuff to get into but first we did want to mention that we have a lot of great chat on the front half of this episode on our patron exclusive uh uncut episode uh the infinity bros unhinged so make sure you guys go check that out. Check out our patron uh, for some exclusive Infinity Bros content. And uh, yeah, we might even be able to get in on a patron exclusive giveaway of some merch or some pops. So make sure you check that out. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be diving into Stranger Things in just a few minutes here. But first, we want to make sure that you know how we rate things on the Infinity Bros podcast. Here on the Infinity Bros Podcast, everything is ranked from a 0 to 6 point scale. 0 meaning horrible, and 6 meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a 6, it gets an Infinity Snap. And we also would like to say that we're going to be spoiling all of Stranger Things 4, but specifically Volume 2. We're going to be talking about the last two episodes of Stranger Things 4. So make sure you pause this episode, uh, subscribe to our podcast, go watch the rest of Stranger Things 4, and come back and give us our thoughts on social media platform after you listen. This is... Prepare yourself. An Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. Warning. So yeah, Robbie. Anyways, I, I did mention that we had a nice little we had a nice little chat about kind of like the the state of uh, superhero genre, mm -hmm. like movies and TV and stuff like that, um, on our patron exclusive portion of this podcast. Man, it's so crazy to see like Phase Four of the MCU. Everybody is still there's still quite a bit of talk about it, but like it seems like just the downward trend. Of of thoughts is is kind of on the downhill on superhero. The genre hype in general. is dying. The hype, yeah. There, you, there you go. That's a good way to say that. Like, they're still obviously doing well. Like, Doctor Strange. Did Doctor Strange make a billion? It was very close the last time I remember checking, but um, it's it was like in I the nine hundred plus. So. Uh, and so we've had some, and obviously Spider Man No Way Home made a butt ton of money. I think that was at like one point eight billion the last time. I checked. Um, so, you know, it's not like it's dead right now, but it is, I would say the hype is kind of slowly dying. So it's kind of nice to get a fresh uh, series that maybe has a little bit of superhero elements like Stranger Things. And Stranger Things Season 4 has been incredible. You can check out our first uh, Volume 1 review, which is, I believe... Check out which episode of the Infinity Bros podcast uh, that is. But I think that's episode like 120 of the Infinity Bros so. podcast. Uh, yeah, I think 121 was me and Mark, correct? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So, yeah, check out check out the Infinity Bros podcast review of uh, Volume 1 of Stranger Things 4. 
and then come and listen to this one. So we're going to just dive right in, uh, but make sure you check out the patron exclusive content to get a little bit more insight of uh, Robbie and our thoughts on kind of just the state of superhero movies and TV uh, as it sits right now. So Robbie, a bang let's, for your buck. Yeah, a little, little bang for your buck for sure. So a lot, a lot of cool things happening over at the Infinity Rose uh, Patreon. So make sure you guys go and check that out. Well, Robbie, Stranger Things 4. Uh, I think we've been talking about this for, I mean, you know, months now with the first mm-hmm. with the first installment coming out quite a, quite a long time ago, but finally getting around to recording our review on a Volume Two. Why don't you go ahead and just tell us your review of Volume Two? So that would be the last two episodes of okay. uh, Stranger Things, and then Stranger Things Four as a whole what what was your uh, rating and kind of just a quick review of your general thoughts on on this uh season of stranger things it's easy on both ends of that because they're both sixes they're both six out of six like it like this show does so many things well like it's hard to even nitpick at some things like there's some things that maybe you don't love like some of the stuff with 11 where she's at the new school and like is going through the teenage angst stuff. Um, you know, there's things here and there that you could maybe try to nitpick, but like it, it's even it's hard to even nitpick this show. And maybe maybe I'm just being biased because I really really love it. Um, but there's just so much good happening here, and I think what some people are upset about is that there was a report that the Duffer brothers like said that multiple people were going to die, and then they expected like. A bunch of the main characters to die and then they were like no this isn't like westeros this isn't game of thrones like like some characters are gonna die but it's not gonna be like the main main characters no stop killing the main stop killing new characters that we love um but no as this is the outside of season one which i feel like gosh it'd be close if i had to rank them I don't know. I don't know right now where I would set on ranking them. It's it's this season or season one are the best. That's where I think I'm at. I'm I'm with you there. Season too. two is a close is a close, you know, two or two or three or whatever. I don't like this. Like season one's one A. This is one B. Season two is two. Season three is three. That's yeah. that's the best I can give you. Yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely with you there. Um, I think, man, this is, this is neck and neck with, with season one for being my favorite season as well. Um, I'll go ahead and just give my rating. Then we'll talk a little bit about like kind of where we rank these, but I am absolutely on the same page as you six out of six for volume two. Both of these episodes are just epic conclusion to, to this uh, season and the whole season itself, absolutely six out of six. Um, I, man, yeah, when you guys, I don't know if you were on that episode, Robbie. I don't remember who it was. I definitely think Max was on that episode, but they were ranking, not. you were, they were ranking their episode or the, their order of like where they would rank the seasons of Stranger Things. And oh, wait, I was on that I episode. I think you were on that episode. Yeah, I remember. I you, was on remember that episode. you and yeah. Max talking about that. So, <clears throat> but man, it's four and one are really tough. I think I, I think I was on the same page as you where I think before you had said one was your number one just because of the nostalgia, mm-hmm. because of the like whole, it was like such a new and just fresh show at the time. Like we didn't have anything yep. like it. And it was just like it was one of those shows where you were like, "Oh my gosh, this is incredible!" Like you have to go see this. This is a must-see show, and and that was just a really cool callback. But I, I think I would go one, four, and then probably, I don't know. I actually really enjoyed three. I know a lot of people didn't really? enjoy three as much. Max really I, enjoyed three as well. Yeah, I think two and three are kind of right neck and neck for me as well i'd probably go three and then two last not saying two was bad obviously i, I i'm man i think i'm i wonder if i would rank like all these seasons like 5.5 or 6 out of 6 i'd have to go back and honestly i haven't rewatched like any of this show either so i think that's hmm. due on my on my watch list at some point is to go back to season one just rewatch the whole show um sure. just to kind of see where i sit now that 
now that we're one season away from the show being over. So, which is kind of wild to think about. Um, but yeah, I, I think so. Mine would probably be one, four, three, two. Um, so, and you said yours, are you, where are you actually sitting though, between the four and the one? Cause I know you said you're kind of r- right there with me with them being neck and neck. Like I said, they're, they're one, like, I think nostalgia wise, I'd give season one, like the one a, and then season four would be like the one B. I mean, that's a really stupid way of just saying <laughs> season one's number one, season right. four is number two. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both so good. It's hard to. They're both so choose. good, and they're and they're good for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the only thing that would take away from season four compared to season one is that in season one you just grow to love this like little ragtag group, and it's a very tight knit mm-hmm. group. Right. And now it's you know season four is so big. Yeah, and you had a lot of characters that were following around. In season and there's four. a bunch of storylines you're following now, mm-hmm. right? Like there's yeah. like how many there's like four different storylines that we're following where season one was you followed basically two storylines and it was like simple yeah. and you just loved everyone and you just wanted right. everyone to be safe mm-hmm. definitely so yeah i mean we're both on the same page incredible incredible conclusion to season four and we're just going to be we're not going to really break it down by episodes of of volume two what we're going to talk about is probably just go through the there's like three different crews that we're following like three different there's probably more storylines if you really want to break it down mm-hmm. but there's three kind of main ones and that's the the Russia crew we've got Hopper uh, Murray and and Joyce going over to Russia to bring Hopper back we've got the California crew which is the buyers we've got Will and Jonathan uh, Mike um, Eleven and uh, Argyle, Argyle's included in that. Uh, those guys man. are kind of on the way, and then you know that storyline kind of branches out as Eleven gets her, goes to her, you know, Nina Project Nina like storyline where yeah. she goes through all her memories and gets her powers back and stuff like that. And then the last one is the Hawkins crew, um, all the people left over in Hawkins. So we've got Steve. Um, Robin, Nancy, Dustin, uh, Mm -hmm. Lucas, Max, you know, kind of everybody that's still left in Hawkins at the time. So um, we'll kind of break it down into that. Uh, So we'll start out with the Russia crew first. So we we got chapters eight and nine. We're talking about Papa and Piggyback. Um, And I believe we start out chapter eight with they're like home free, basically. They're they're getting out. They've got yep. Yuri right um, with them, and he's trying to get the helicopter going so they can go home. And they basically decide to go back to the jail so they can kill these demigorgon demidogs and help out the kids. Which that kind of was like a little. Well, they had to go back, and they had to. They wanted to fight the what do they call it? The mist or whatever that it was. Right. Yeah. The mist. Because they stuff. thought that would hurt. Like whoever, yeah. like that eleven would have to fight. Exactly, yeah, and that was. I feel like just if you step back and look at it, that whole storyline, the storyline itself, like branching into that, totally fine, like totally makes sense. Yeah. When we come up to that point, it's like they just are like going back into this prison, basically on a hunch that it's gonna help like everybody back in Hawkins, and that right. kind of made me pause a little bit. I was like. It's kind of odd that they're going back, but at the same time, like I think one of them had mentioned that they would never make it back in time, anyways, to help. Well, that's what it, yeah, that's what it was. Is that they had like the helicopter, whatever thing that Yuri had, like they knew he was stalling, right? So they like were like, "You have to get this fixed while you're doing that. We're gonna do what we can to help the kids." So like they thought, if we go back and destroy the mist or whatever. Mm-hmm. That that's gonna help the kids fight whatever they're fighting. I don't. I guess I'm. I'm blinking on how did they know that they were fighting it. So, yeah, uh, that's. I'm a blinking good on that I, answer actually right now. Basically, from what I remember, doesn't Joyce call back home and she can't get a hold of them either? So basically, she knows. Oh they're no, in no, trouble, no 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 right? no 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 no! They they remember Hopper talks to. The one agent lady, and they have oh, yeah, to use, yeah, like, yeah. code okay. the entire time. That's true, that's true, yeah. And he finds out that that, 
Yeah, that's it. That's true. Okay, yeah. So, so he so they... finds out that they're fighting something, and mm-hmm. then they realize, I need to help Eleven. Yeah. And they're like, if we attack that thing... Because it was like, that'll be a distraction. That was the plan. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll be a distraction to whatever right. they're fighting. Yeah. Yeah, so... And that... I don't know. I don't know, like... So in the previous, like, iterations of Stranger Things, we've had, you know, we've had the Mind Flayer, we've had the Demogorgon, we've had all these guys, and then leading up to Vecna. And this is the first time, if I'm not mistaken, that we've been introduced to this mist, which Vecna shows in the last last episode that Vecna, um, he uses that to become what he is. We right. don't really know anything beyond that. Like, we don't really know anything about this miss. We don't know what it is. We don't know anything about it. So that part of it is kind of like, to me, I was like, you know nothing about this stuff, and you're just kind of assuming that it's going to help you beat this very... Well, didn't they... They found out that that's what, like... Isn't isn't that what they found out that uh, Eleven was seeing in those like her visions and whatnot like she was seeing those big mist monsters or is that or was that uh that was will uh, like way that back was will in, yeah way will back figure in, that out in season one and then season and one. then we kind of get a recall to that when vecna is Shows getting them, yeah getting those powers we get the kind of like big spider thing no, the like black the widow. mind black widow <laughs> the black widow yeah the, the mind yeah. flare is kind of like a mini version of that honestly like when season three came around it seemed like the mind flare was like a real realistic like mini version of that giant spider illusion thing that will was seeing in season one uh but yeah i don't know that that part of it just kind of was like a little odd to me but at the same time like they all said they were like not going to make it back in time to be able to help them anyway so it's like okay cool whatever um i personally absolutely loved um that storyline hopper has become David Harbour has become one of my favorite actors. Like I absolutely loved him in Black Widow. He was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Hellboy. Um, somebody, I think Zane I was yet. telling me that I wasn't either, great. Actually, but I love that he's getting these like big roles now. Uh, you yeah. know, stemming off of his uh, his starring in Stranger Things. So I absolutely love him. Um, Murray, hilarious. Like when he whips out his giant uh, flamethrower to to save Joyce and uh, mm-hmm. Hopper when they're getting attacked by the Demogorgon and the Demidogs. That was awesome. I absolutely love that. He's just like cackling up a storm as he's mm-hmm. torching all these <laughs> torching all these things. Gotta love Murray. <clears throat> yeah, and then <laughs> then Hopper just picks up this giant random sword that somebody left on the... Did you... Wait, wait, wait. Did you hear the story behind the sword? I wasn't... I just assumed it was one of the weapons that they had on the... That's like, what it That's what it was, but okay. it's actually the sword that Arnold Schwarzenegger used in... I believe oh, it's like Conan. the prop itself? No way. It's the actual prop from when Arnold Schwarzenegger played Conan. That's, that's really cool, actually. That's a I mean, sweet I, callback. I believe I I saw that earlier. Where oh, I wish I had that right now. Well, if, if I find it, I'll send it, and then you can put it in the show mm-hmm. notes. But right, yeah, I believe it's an it's the actual one. Like it's not even a replica. Like it's the, actual, the actual one. That's so cool. That they used. <laughs> That's amazing. So Hopper picks up this giant sword, just starts slashing up this Burt Crispy Demogorgon. Oh my gosh, that was that was an awesome scene, and. Not to get a little, uh, I'm getting a little ahead of myself now, but like the the very, it was like the second to last scene in the last episode, they had all of these storylines going on at the same time. And there was a moment where um, all of them were like in super intense, like battle scenes and they were mm-hmm. all going in slow motion and they like cut to each of the scenes. And it was just like, wow, this, this, that was like a moment that I haven't felt um, in a TV show in a really long time. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so cool that all this stuff is happening right now. Um, and that, that moment was also part of it when Hopper was going slow motion, just like yep. with the sword chopping off the, the arm of the Demogorgon and then eventually slicing off his head. Yeah, that was incredible. So, so impressive. Yeah. Yeah, totally aggressive. And like, kind of like, I don't know, this is another one of those things where I sat back and I was like, 
really you're gonna you're gonna pick up this sword and try to fight this giant yeah because like <laughs> monster thing. we never saw the sword before and then it just yeah, shows it just, up just like, shows up it's like randomly like, oh, okay. sitting on the ground like oh okay all right then. yeah that confused me because for a second i was like wait there's a sword it's like this oh is, i guess this, this is where sword. they like oh, okay they fought the other the demo right yeah and that's like, what i assumed so like it makes sense but at the same time it's just kind of like oh okay. you could have like and may, what like may, maybe it's worth going back and seeing if it was like on the wall no you so, know okay. oh yeah that's true that would be that would because like because so, re- remember they unlocked that door and then there's right. a bunch of weapons yeah exactly because like if it's not on the wall then i'm i like, went back where and was rewatched it? the last half of the last episode because that the last episode is like over two hours long it's two and, and a half i was hours, like yeah. i i should i should like watch rewatch this episode because if i'm being honest i was super tired and I, there was definitely some stuff that i missed during the, that yeah episode. Same, so i was actually. like <laughs> i was like okay i gotta go back and just rewatch the last part of this at least because that part was epic when when all that stuff was happening so yep. uh, going back and rewatching it you can see the sword on the ground like when they're like running from the demogorgon and the dogs um, so it's like there in the scene. It's not like it just like popped out of nowhere, but still, mm-hmm. it was just kind of like when he picked it up, it was like, oh, okay, we're doing this, I guess. Yeah, uh, hey, <laughs> that crazy. worked. All right, yeah, and it, it worked out for him. So, right. uh, but yeah, that was that was incredible, and that was probably my favorite scene of this whole season was the going back and forth between this, and then that was the same time that Eleven was like. Um, using her powers to force Vecna against, like, one of the posts in his, like, house so he didn't kill Max. And uh, right. I'm trying to remember if there was another... I, th- I think they were going back to the California scene as well where she was, like, in the pool. And or they had... I think at that point they had taken her out of the pool and Mike was, like, mm-hmm. talking to her. And all of this stuff was happening in slow motion. Just super, super epic, man. And, again, probably my favorite scene in that whole whole season. So... Any other comments, Robbie, on the the Russia crew? Um, so obviously they get back. It's an awesome reunion um, uh, between Eleven and Hopper and Joyce and her boys. By the way, Joyce, right. throughout this whole season, <laughs> like she just leaves her kids. And you had mentioned this in the previous episode that this is the 80s. So like people yeah. probably actually did this back then. She just For leaves sure. her kids, goes to Alaska and to, yep. to Russia and doesn't like... She doesn't mention her kids, like, the whole time. (laughs) Like, she doesn't even care. She's just, like, focused on Hopper and getting him back, which makes sense. Like, totally fine. But, like, doesn't even mention her kids at all. So when they kind of... with the amount of trauma that she has had to endure with Well, yeah, in the first... Like, your son disappeared for, like, how long? And you're just like, peace out. The first season, (laughs) that was, like, the whole season was about her trying to figure out what the heck was going on with Will. Like, that was, right. like, that whole season. And now she's just like, ah, he's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We're going to go get Hopper now. <laughs> Will's fine. He's worried about what's going on with Mike. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, so we get back. They embrace. And that's what I thought when when they, she was, like, hugging her kids. I was like, you haven't even, like, mentioned them this whole season. And now you're, you better be thankful that they're still alive, that Argyle got them through that whole thing. So, uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, speaking of Argyle, let's head over to the California crew. Um, so I think, to be completely honest, throughout the season, this was probably my least favorite storyline. It just felt like there wasn't a whole lot moving or happening and Jonathan, in my opinion, is the least likable character in this whole series. Yeah, he's a worthless. I, he is now a he's worthless, worthless character. He yeah. does. He does kind of like. It's not a. It's not a redemption, but he does kind of play a little bit of a part in like. Yeah. You know, basically being a good brother, which he probably hasn't been this whole time because he's been stoned. Uh, you know, out of his yeah, mind they tried Argyle. to do the whole like I'm stoned because of my issues. Like, yeah, okay, was, you're 18 years like, old. Yeah. Like, yeah. your brother, I think, has had you're a few more issues old. than your buddy. You look like you've you're got 40. like, yeah, you got the girl <laughs> that like all, all the guys want, and you don't yeah. want to talk to her. Like, you're kind of trashy now. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're he, kind of over your whole. He was bit. definitely my least favorite throughout this whole whole season. So yeah. And the, yeah, they tried. I agree with you. They tried to do like this whole redemption thing with him, like being a good brother and talking to Will and like noticing these things about Will. But it's like that's the first time they did it, and it was like five minutes total, and you're just kind of over it, and no one cares. Yeah, 
exactly. So that part, not my favorite. But anyways, they so they pick up Eleven. I believe that's in Episode 8. That might be going back to Episode 7. No, I think that God, is in I can't Episode re- I can't remember which episode was which. Yeah. It all no, it is, I it's watched episode, them all. It's in, it's in Episode 8 because um, uh, Papa dies in Episode 8. So they they go pick her up at in the middle of the desert there. Papa dies, and she kind of uses that to kind of appeal to Vecna's like personal like humanity in episode nine, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't really work because at that point Vecna's <laughs> he's he's kind of he's got all of his humanities basically gone at that point. He's like, eh, yeah. you know what? I don't care about that so much anymore. Yeah, right. he at that point. I love that kind of. Uh, she she kind of makes an appeal when they're in that scene where uh, Eleven is talking to Vecna and basically trying to get him to stop. Like, hey, it's not your fault. You're not a monster. You're not Papa, the monster. Yeah. Papa was the monster, and he's like, no, he's not a monster. He was just a man. Like, we are the right. ones that are superheroes. We have the superhero powers. Like, that dude is nothing. So at that point, when he's, they talked he's about gone. that, they talked about that a ton. Like. And that kind of became the theme of these two episodes was like, who was the monster? Who was responsible for right. what happened to both of these? Because Eleven's playing this off like, no, she figured out like, no, Papa, like this lying that he's done is the reason like it's an issue. They have their issue and the reason why Eleven is the way she is, the, probably partially the reason why Vecna is the way he is. But then Vecna's like, no, like I've legit been like this. The dude was obsessed with Black Widow's spiders and, like, just wanted to be an apex predator. And he yeah. made himself into one. Like, like right. no, like, like he just needed a way to, like, train it, basically. And Papa kind of helped him do that. Yeah. And exactly. then he probably, he, he might have made it worse by, like, making him hide it for so many years. Yeah. But, no, exactly. he was always a, like, Vecna was always a bad person like exactly yeah he he was kind of that from the beginning i mean even he killed his family before he killed his family exactly before he met what i was gonna go into like not 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 good not good person yeah he's he's not really a great guy it does kind of people don't do that (laughs) generally generally (laughs) they they don't generally murder their families that kills people (laughs) yeah so (laughs) But anyways, so they end up going, picking up Elle, getting her Brenner Papa dies. Um, and again, she kind of uses that to try to appeal to Vecna. They pick her up. They realize that they're not going to make it back in time. And they just so happen to come upon a a pizza place that Argyle works at. I forget the name. Is it Surfer Pizza or something? Surfer? Yeah, Surf's Up? Something Surf's like that. Up pizza um so they just so happen to come upon that and find they have all the resources that they can make um 11 a pool there which (laughs) is and then then the the guy at the the counter is the exact same as our guy (laughs) yeah makes oh my gosh when that that part came up i was like oh my gosh that's hilarious that's so funny so they convince him to uh break into the (laughs) pizza place so they could use their their resources and she uh, basically hops into max's mind because vecna is in max's mind um and it just i don't know it they did a great job at kind of intertwining all of these storylines and moving between all these storylines through these two episodes Mm -hmm. but like they obviously don't know what's going on in hawkins at that time because they're in who knows where on their way to Hawkins. And I, I think at right. the end of the episode, it takes them like two more days to get to Hawkins. Like it's they're They're still in the middle of like the desert in the middle of nowhere. So they, they don't know what's going on, but at the same exact time, uh, the Hawkins crew is like developing this plan to go and kill Vecna. And it's just like perfect timing where L goes into Max's mind at the same time that they're developing this plan and Max eventually gets to a point where she is being, you know, uh, her mind is being invaded by Vecna and it's just like, wow, okay, that worked out great. Good job, everybody. So, and, but like, yeah, the, the way that they intertwine all of these storylines just works out so perfectly, man. Like I absolutely loved um, how they, how they, kept everything interesting and even the less interesting parts that i thought of volume one got very intense and interesting in right. in volume two so uh 
you know, it was it was an awesome way to kind of intertwine everything in my eyes. But mm-hmm. uh, and just a, another side note, we got uh, we got Will, who is <laughs> the poor guy, obviously is in love with Mike. And uh, yeah, Mike yeah, just if you couldn't, totally if you couldn't tell, if you couldn't if, tell, if, if they, you somehow they, missed that, they do. It's it's actually kind of hilarious. They make it so obvious, but never yeah. say anything about it. <laughs> right? It's it's kind of hilarious how they it's how ex- they made that all play out. But <laughs> well, and then he's like crying, like bawling yeah, in the he's back, literally crying. And, like, and Mike is sitting Mike's right just next totally to him, totally oblivious, totally oblivious. Like. I, I honestly can't wait for the moment in season five where Will is like, I've loved you this whole time, Mike. And Mike's just like, what? Like, I, yeah, like I, you're my best friend. What the heck are you talking I still, about? <laughs> I still really worry. And I, I mentioned this in the first time we talked about season four is that I worry that Will's going to end up being kind of the tool that Vecna uses. I, oh yeah, yeah. Because I think I think that's where we're going. Where that's heavily, next, heavily implied through the yeah, last like, episode for sure. Uh, yeah, and it's like the yeah, and well, yeah. At the end of at the end of uh, mm-hmm. the episode, it's kind of clear that's kind of what they were gonna right. look to do. Like, <clears throat> yeah, and I they, this is kind of a little bit later in that episode, but basically, um, I think it's L is talking to him, and she says, "I hope he's gone," or "I hope." Somebody says right. something to the effect of, I hope he's gone. And Will's like, oh, no, he's still alive. I can feel him. Yeah. And then at that point, it's like, oh, yeah. Will's going to be – some. Will is somehow going to be used by Vecna in season five yep. to do something evil in in the course of bringing the upside down to the real world. I'm assuming that's kind of where the direction that that's going. But Yeah. And then, and then later um, when they have that – fun happy family reunion will like feels the chills which is a cool callback to um season one where he's got like the slug or whatever that's inhabiting him Mm -hmm. uh he like always feels the chills on the back of his neck when when you know stuff is going down so he felt felt the chills they all go head on to see the crazy destruction that's that's going to be happening and that's crazy ending to that but anyways yeah that was i don't know man like I, I really really enjoy um, the the callbacks that they've had in this season two to different seasons and that was one that I mm. thought was really really cool how they were going all the way back to season one and I'm assuming um, and I think Max even mentioned this in that in that episode like I'm assuming we're gonna learn more about like how the heck will is fits into this in the first place because we still yeah. don't know why will why is it will that was like the kid that that all this happened to. So right. even cause season one was all about him and getting him out of the upside down. And they didn't really go into that. They just kind of started at that point and then kind of went forward from there. So it'll be interesting well, it's to just like, it is incredible. The Duffer brothers foresight. Oh yeah. For all absolutely. of this. And that Netflix was just like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Like, yeah. The, the 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 mist creatures in the first season that you see and you're like yeah. oh those are interesting and then yeah. you like you get nothing from it and then you know 40 hours later you finally like know what it is yeah and like exactly and then did you see all like the i mean it's been popular on tiktok but it's like Vecna's been there the whole time. Like we've heard the 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 clock. Yeah, chimes. the clock chimes. Yeah, throughout, those have like, been there all the time, and we all heard them. Yeah, but incredible. we all just like took it as like those are just scary moments. Like yeah. no, that's freaking Vecna. Yeah, if you go back and watch all the seasons, it's freaking Vecna, and it's yeah. it's wild. Like, in Netflix, like you know, Netflix gets kind of the shaft sometimes. I feel like because they've been the big dog for so long. That people are kind of, kind of like the MCU are are kind of waiting on their downcline. Yeah, right. Or downtrend. Sorry, <laughs> downcline. Um, downcline. Inventing new downtrend. words here for the yes, Infinity I make my own words. <laughs> um, but like Netflix freaking hit this on the head, like hit this perfectly mm-hmm. on the head. Really, like mm-hmm. we're letting the Duffer Brothers do whatever they want. Yeah. We trust them. Even though, like, what are, I don't know what the Duffer Brothers did before this. I don't know either, actually. That's and a great question. I could not tell you, but, like, now they can do whatever they want. Like, they're going to exactly. get... This is some other... This is some more nerd news, I guess. But they're getting the rights to do Death Note, which 
also on Netflix. Netflix also tried mm-hmm. to do a live action Death Note. And if you know anything about Death Note, it's an amazing, one of the best anime stories out there. It's probably top 10 anime stories of all time. Um, and then there's freaking Netflix and they murdered it. And everyone's pissed about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, the but if you give it to the Duffer Brothers, I'm all in. I'm like, I'm yeah. back on Netflix trying to do whatever they can with it. Yeah, absolutely. And and Netflix announced, I think it was just last week, that they are, the Duffer Brothers are forming, I think it's called Upside Down Productions or something like that. It's like a, something a like Netflix, that. A, ne- a Netflix studio that they're going to be producing a bunch of, you know, movies and, and shows. And, and one mm-hmm. of them is even a Stranger Things spinoff show, uh, from what I've heard. So that will be interesting to see. Spinoffs worry me. I don't yeah, like I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting. <laughs> it depends on what. It's the a Duffer Brothers, so like it's yeah, probably fine. Right. But and it yeah, it depends on what the spinoff is going to be focused on. Because if it's it's relevant to the main story, then great. If it's just like a spinoff for spinoff's sake, I feel like those are just so hit and miss. Like yeah. they're not they're not necessary. And if they're not yep. good and they're not necessary, then it's just it just why gets did really we do messy. this? Why did we yeah. do this? So I'm just looking at. So I'm just looking at. Uh, this is Matt Duffer. I'm assuming um, Ross. I think is his brother's name. I'm assuming they're writing together all of these. But they basically yep. had uh, Wayward Pines TV show and then uh, Hidden um, Road Road to Moloch. We all fall down. They're like kind of like horror e shows movies and tv sure. shows that they're that they wrote for prior to stranger things but mm. nothing nothing that i heard off of i i think i've maybe have heard of wayward pines that sounds familiar but i'm i haven't watched a whole lot of horror stuff anyways so that's <clears throat> yeah before stranger things like they were relative unknowns you know right. so netflix really snagged a a good uh crew of uh yeah writers and producers and in, in the duffer brothers for sure so yeah. Anyways, uh, so let's head over to the Hawkins crew, who I think this this one this storyline is was the most interesting throughout the entire show, uh, because we have Eddie, uh, who was a new introduction to this show. Uh, Rip Eddie, uh, who ends up dying in the last episode. Just killing characters that we Just grow to love. Just killing characters, man. Yeah. I you know, and I'm actually like, I'm actually okay. I know there's been some controversy online of like uh, the Duffer brothers actually came out with a statement that was basically like, this isn't game of Thrones. We're not like just killing. I said that on the front end, but yeah, yeah. right. It's not Westeros. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I'm okay with it. It would be nice if they maybe killed off one or two of the main characters too, just to be consistent. But Every season, they introduce this character that we absolutely adore and love. <laughs> and or, is it, or is it at least interesting, like Max's yeah. brother, whatever his name was. Like, yeah, we didn't love total, him, but he was interesting. Total douche, but like he like and made things season, interesting. I think it was season two. Bob, uh, Sean Austin. Like, oh just, gosh, yeah. Everybody loved Bob. Bob was you amazing. Sons of. <laughs> Everyone loved Bob. Oh, Bob, Bob was the greatest. Ugh. Just oh man, just thinking back to Bob now. Now I'm yeah, now I'm a little just... upset that we're that we're even talking about this. So, right. But anyways, everybody loved Bob. Everybody loved yeah. Eddie, and they had. So to... basically, if they introduce anyone new in season five, that person's going to. That die. person's probably going to die. Yeah, yeah, that makes Which the is... most sense. But anyways, Oops. Eddie, we learn we really grow to love this guy throughout this season, and man, he takes such an awesome journey of being, um, kind of like the town freak, like just kind of feared and hated and he doesn't really know how to feel about himself like he thinks he's a coward he runs away from situations and in that last scene um obviously you know we're probably going to go back rewind a little bit and talk about more about what the hawkins crew did but in that last scene he finally decides like i'm not going to let this define me i'm going to be I'm going to be like a true hero. I'm going to actually, mm. you know, do something. Cause he realizes that if they go back to Hawkins and they let that trailer destroy with all the demi bats, like kind of attacking it. If they let that trailer be destroyed, they're all going to be let into Hawkins, like let into right. the real world. So he's like, I have to go and distract them. So, you know, that the people of Hawkins who hate him and, 
despise him and think he murdered, you know, all those teenagers. He's like actually like trying to save the town of Hawkins. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I mean, yeah, that was, that was cool. Like really awesome. But the dude also had the most metal. Oh my Like guitar riff. That was, that was so all time. And it was like, kind of, it was kind of like, really, this is how, like, when this is how we're doing it, but it fits so well. And I didn't man, feel that at all. Intense. I was like, this is exactly how we're doing it. This is <laughs> brilliant. That was, but that was my initial thought when they like the the they kind of like initiated the plan, and I was like, really, this this oh, is I what we're doing. It. And when I it started happening, it. I was like, I have zero reservations about this anymore. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was amazing. It was kind of like, and then like, the, I love that when he walked into into the trailer and he was like it's like it was made for the apocalypse and you just see the guitar and it's just not touched by anything yeah. oh my god it's like oh my gosh that's just so a, awesome. it's a brilliant weapon it's thor's yeah. hammer man like it's, it kind of right yeah it's a weapon it kind of reminded me of i think it was yeah it was season three when um and this this is probably a little bit more on the nose or if you want to call it but the the moment where dustin and his girlfriend sing the never-ending story song it kind of reminded yeah. me of that. Like when it started, I was like, "What? What is happening right now? Like, why are we doing this?" But as the song went on, I was like, "I don't care. I absolutely love this right yeah, now. It just I works. want this right now." So, oh man, yeah, that that re- reminded me of that, and it was absolutely fantastic. And it fit Eddie so well. It just is like what he would have done, and just an incredible way for a character to go out. Honestly, if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna kill off a character, that was the way to do it. So, kudos to Duffer Brothers, uh, not for killing him off, because we all don't like you for killing him yeah, off. Yeah, that sucks. Like, he could have just been badly injured. Yeah, that's what I die. was thinking. He didn't have to die. But I guess it, you know, I don't know. Does it raise the stakes if he dies or not? I don't think so, because he's such a new character, and only half the right. crew knew him. Yeah. So, okay, if let's... Jonathan dies, he w- it would be more <laughs> impactful for Jonathan to die than it would be for him to even be a character anymore. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm with you. Okay, That's his number one though. use right now is just murder Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Tolly and Jonathan dying. God, it wouldn't have changed the story at all if Jonathan no. had died. Well, like, but then zero, they were, all none. would have had something to like fight for because Jonathan, true, like they all true. love Jonathan. Well, yeah, sure and- they do. I mean, everybody did love Eddie by the end of that, like especially. But Dustin. only the half. But only half the crew knew knew Eddie. That's true. That's true. But like the relationship between him and Dustin, I mean, that was something special at the end when you know Dustin was there with him, you know, at the end yeah. dying and stuff like that. But ah, oh, incredible way. But but okay, pivot here. So we also have Max. Um, yeah. Max, obviously, has been being attacked by Vecna. Uh, she is maimed and dies, actually. Eleven mm-hmm. somehow brings her back to life. We still don't know right. anything about that. Like, well, how the heck did she do that? We don't know. Uh, she somehow brings Max back to life. Here's the question, though, because I heard this. Um, I heard this from somebody else. Would there be more impact if Max had died and they just left her dead, or is is I mean, my thought is that there's she has a, a role to play in season five, obviously, because why else would they bring her back? But why, why, like, is there more impact in her dying or her living in that moment? Because like, it, it would have had the same effect, like you said, if Jonathan died, the whole crew has something to like be inspired to, to like you know, figure yeah. out what's going on in Hawkins more than if if she is sitting there in the hospital bed, you know, like alive still. I think what we'll find out is that they had to show just how powerful Eleven can be. Yeah. So now we know Eleven, if someone's, like, on the verge of dying, Eleven can bring them back. Right. Somehow. True. So, like, that's something, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, like we've been talking about if Will becomes possessed by Vecna. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, a thing where they have to kill Will. And they're like, it'll be okay. We're like, like you're gonna die, and like or whatever. And he's okay yeah. with that kind of thing if he can talk to them, but like is still like attacking them. So I don't know. But like, it, and they're like, it's gonna be okay. And then like towards the end, because they said we're gonna get 
I, I saw this report as well that we're going to get a Return of the King type ending. So I assume that's going to be like multiple different endings. Yeah. So I assume like if that was the way they wanted to go, you could get Eleven bringing Will back. Right. You know? Yeah. And that could be like, it would be him waking up his Frodo scene, you know? Like Frodo's in bed right. and wakes up and yeah, he's totally true. fine. It's like Will wakes up and he's fine like honestly I that think... <laughs> that would be fantastic will he's just like in this golden room with like windows yeah. on both sides and they and all laugh comes like in and they're all laughing yeah, <laughs> yeah. frodo <laughs> will oh my gosh will you're alive <laughs> i i want to see love that you. now wait what <laughs> wait wait what <laughs> that's what i'm gunning for now in season five i i can't wait to see that scene <laughs> i just wrote the ending of season five you're welcome <laughs> there you go duffer brothers we've got it right here for you yeah, I'm sure they don't have, you know, this 10 years, you know, written ahead of time. Nah, I got nah. it for you. I got the they can write it You guys in. are they wondering how to in. end it. I got or, you. Or, hear us out, Duffer Brothers. We make multiple endings. This one is one of them. And then you you show them to, like, different people on Netflix and just confuse Ooh. everybody. Confuse the internet yeah. of different different endings that they've had in, in the season. Everybody sees a different the ve- ending. The Vecna wins ending. Oh, that would be crazy! Oh, that would be that'd be intense, man. All right, so <clears throat> let's let's back up a little bit. So, for actually, from what I'm hearing, though, you think it's more impactful that Eleven brought her back to life than her actually being alive or dead. That's that's the yeah. takeaway that you I got think, from that. I mean, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen, and like, kind of went off on a spiel there, but I think mm. there's a good chance that that power from 11 plays a role in season five. Yeah, definitely. I, I, that's absolutely true. And that's something I hadn't thought of, but my, my thought was on max is that since she was one of the victims of Vecna, she potentially has some kind of connection to him now. If she is like, will kind of thing. they do have that little, they have that little scene where, L goes into Max's mind when she's in the hospital to see if she can, you know, wake her up or whatever. And she, there's nothing. There's nothing in her right. mind. Um, and they mention maybe she will never wake up. So I don't know anything about that. But there's there's got to be some reason they left her alive, in my opinion. So yeah. I, I think, and, and that's a good point. Maybe it was just to show L's power. But I think she maybe still has some connection to Vecna. And maybe they can use that to somehow, you know work into their plans or, or whatnot in, in season five. So that was kind of my thought on, on Max dying, but, um, <clears throat> okay. So let's back up a little bit. We got the Hawkins crew. Um, they are collecting all their supplies, uh, to carry out this big plan to kill Vecna. Cause they, they know like they, they know that he is going to be in this like kind of sleeping state when, uh, he is in Max's mind, kind of similar to when, um, Eleven is in her sleeping state when she's in other people's minds. Yep. So they come up with this elaborate plan, um, which the plan itself is, I was impressed with that plan. I was like, all right, this is pretty solid. Uh, Nancy Wheeler just goes to the supply store and gets this giant shotgun and, and saws it off. To <laughs> I was like, this is... It's illegal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's illegal, but it's, it's all good, guys. <laughs> Oh, oh, and the man. douchebag Jason is there. Oh, Jason. Oh, my gosh. That gosh, was How interesting... satisfying was it to watch him die? Oh, my gosh. That was brutal, too. Oh, I... Yeah, it was so quick. I wish it was slower. Right. It was so quick <laughs> that the first time I watched it, I totally missed it. Like, I think I might have seen him in the background, but it didn't register in my mm. mind that he died. So the second time I watched it, I was like, oh, my gosh. They just melted him in half. Like, that yeah. was... That was wild. And yeah, you're totally right. It was pretty satisfying to watch because that guy satisfying. was the biggest douche I, probably in any of the stranger. Even he might have been a bigger douche than Billy was. Like He was a Billy, bigger douche than Billy. Billy was pretty douchey, but like Jason was a straight up just awful human being. Like yeah. he was oh, he was the worst. So that was you're right. That was pretty satisfying to watch. So, really yeah, it, he got what he he got what he deserved in the end. Um, so they go, they bring this plan together, everything. And this is this is what it comes down to again, is that the scene where um, all of them are in slow motion, right? Like everything seems to be lost, everything in slow motion. They they, they have their plan, everything goes wrong. Um, 
Jason has beaten up Lucas. Max is getting attacked by Vecna. Um, Nancy, Steve, and Robin are all held by tentacles on the wall. Hopper is getting attacked mm-hmm. by a demi-dog. Uh, like, everything seems to be lost. And then all of a sudden, Mike has his inspirational speech that he loves super or he loves L and that she should. And I think you actually mentioned this too, in the first um, um, episode of review of stranger things. Uh, Like 11 is a superhero. She needs to like, just embrace that. She is a superhero is what it comes down to. And Mike Mm -hmm. really is doing that. He's like, you're my superhero. Like you can do anything. I believe in you no matter what. And that, inspires her that's the the pivotal moment the turning point she is able to and i love how it's all slow motion everything seems lost and then it just goes to black for like three or four seconds and then when it comes back up vecna is flying everybody else is all of a sudden like the tentacles release on nancy steve and robin um uh lucas starts beating up jason like all of the everything everything starts turning and that that moment was just so cool I, that was probably mm-hmm. the best cinematic moment we had this season i think um but anyways they keep going uh l ends up defeating vecna they decide to they they throw their <laughs> throw their homemade molotov cocktails at vecna <laughs> when he's sleeping with the okay and which like, is hilarious I, that is hilarious that was fantastic i I don't know anything about Molotov cocktails. Like, I've never made one myself. But every time I've seen one in, like, a media format, it's like a like a bottle, like a pop bottle or a beer bottle, right? Like a well, little it's, bottle. It's, al- it's alcohol. Right. No, 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 yeah. But it's, it's, like, it's like in a little <laughs> bottle. And these guys have these giant bottles of, like, whiskey yeah. and, like, rum and stuff like that. I thought that was mm-hmm. hilarious how they just have these giant bombs instead of these little tiny bottles that, that I've seen in other media. So they just Fantastic. giant bombs throw it. And Nancy's, like, just <laughs> unloading on Vecna with her mm-hmm. sawed-off shotgun. Epic moment. And Vecna falls out, falls out. They go down to him. He's gone. Vecna's gone. Obviously, he survived, and he is going to be the main villain in Season 5. And we learn more about his when he's kind of monologuing to Eleven in that moment. We learn a little bit more about, like, what happened to him. He goes down into Upside Down. And, like, that was kind of a cool, like, cinematic moment, too, where he, like, goes into the Upside Down. Man, Vecna, Vecna himself, like... He was scary initially, but the more I watch him in his suit, the more I see, like, the Grinch. And I don't know why. <laughs> like, he, he oh, stands dude, there. That's so, he's that's got, so accurate because his he's gut got, like, is, like, He's got, like, this, like, a little bit of a gut, and he kind of just, like, yep. stands there like this all the time. I so every agree time a I, thousand percent. Every time I see him now, I'm just kind of like, hey, he's not really that scary. <laughs> no, he's just, he, look, he looks like he's kind of in a Grinch outfit. Like... And that I thought that too. It's like, why don't we yeah. like? I know like it's kind of cliche to make people bulkier, you know, like right. Like, have but like, like that would chest, make him like let's right. give him a that little would bit make more him way chest. more menacing as if he had bigger shoulders and less of a yeah. gut. So that would have probably helped me be a little more scared of him. But the practical effects on that dude are amazing. So right. I'm I'm not gonna complain about that. But the the actor that plays him now I I gotta look that up like the. The actor that plays him yeah, uh, oh, God, did a, a perfect job, just an amazing yeah. job of um, just being the creepiest, like, and and I don't Dude, I don't that, know if I would go so far. That guy is the next, like. Oh, yeah. Like, he's going to be I, cast in some villain stuff for sure. That guy's going to be like, he's going to be playing the Joker in, he should be, yeah. he should be the guy playing the Joker in the Robert Pattons and Batman films. Yeah, absolutely. Like, no joke. He should be the Joker in those. Like, that shouldn't be the guy. Like, I think the guy that they got will be okay. But, like, that guy is terrifying. He was. Because, like, when he turns turns on Eleven, like, when they're back at the facility, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, this guy turned into a completely different person. Like, is brilliant. Yeah, that dude is incredible. He's going to be getting a ton more roles, I'm sure. 
um, as like a villain or a creepy character. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> I'm going to keep looking up his name because I want I want to actually acknowledge him. But but like because of that and like visually after the first kind of initial like he was obviously creepy and stuff right away when we saw him but every time i saw him i kind of was like that got into the back of my mind the the grinch yeah, stance I, when he's like when it's far you. away when max in in uh ver- volume one max is running away during the running up the hill mm-hmm. it looks back on him and he's just standing there like <laughs> like just watching yeah, her run away back. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know it gives me kind of a have you seen do you know what old greg is Oh yeah, <laughs> have you seen Greg? Those? That, oh I'm my old gosh. Greg. Oh Come Greg. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so true. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So, but his his the how he acted and and played the character was flawless. I I thought he was just incredible um, as yeah. as Vecna. So, just yeah, such a such a great great. Um, I think that's the best villain we've had for sure. Um, in Stranger Things, that's not really a, a hard thing. To Jamie do Campbell Bauer is his name. Jamie Campbell Bauer. Yeah. So yeah, that dude's definitely be getting some more roles in the future. Because uh, and honestly, like initially, He's the first actually been couple in a few things, the first couple episodes um, of Volume One, I did not see him being the villain. I thought he was just a truthfully thought he was just a guy that was trying to help. I, yeah, I was there Eleven. with you. Yeah, I said that I just, in, the, in the last uh, last uh, and then as they continue, like, I did not right. expect it. As they continue through the series, they kind of start focusing on him more and more, and then you're kind of like, um, okay, there's mm-hmm. something, there's something about this guy. So maybe you know, yep. maybe it's in the back of your mind he could potentially be a villain. Like not even those words necessarily, but like there's something off about this guy. Right. And then when it flips, it's like, oh wow, they set us up yeah. perfectly for that that that, that was a great sense. great flip totally made sense and it was still surprising even though right. it made sense it wasn't like you know super predictable or i mean i maybe predictable is not the right because it was predictable if you like followed the storyline and, and everything they were doing but it's it was even if it was predictable it totally made sense and it played perfectly so yep. but yeah he did an incredible job as Vecna, and he's going to be awesome in season five. So, can't wait to have him back. Um, yeah, and that's that's basically that's basically it. We finally get that last scene where uh, Will gets his heebie-jeebies on his neck, and they head over to some random. I don't didn't even look like Hawkins. It looked like some random field that there's this giant black cloud with mm-hmm. you know red lightning. Which I'm assuming is the the whatever cloud that they saw in in the Russian prison. Um, right. So the man, beast. yeah, just the beast. Or I kept thinking of the beast, the, the, mist, the lost, the lost uh, monster. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what they called them. I haven't watched Lost for so long, but the lost uh, jungle monster that's basically just like. <laughs> a black cloud or black mm. mist or whatever. That's what I kept thinking so of. So creative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then honestly, overall incredible, amazing season. The one thing that I thought at the end was, and this is, this is totally just the Duffer brothers uh, setting this up for the finale season, which is totally okay. In my opinion, seasons one through three, they wrapped up, pretty nicely with bows like mm-hmm. even if there hadn't been continuing seasons you could have been and and they got more and more dependent on a next season as they went like obviously season three they had the like a post-credit scene of of the russian prison so it was like oh yeah well obviously there's going to be another season but like almost all those seasons you could have been like just done and like you know went went on they could have done something else um, I'm right. glad we've gotten everything. They obviously had this plan from the very beginning to go the five seasons and still blows incredible, my mind. just incredible. And, but this season obviously was left more open for season five. So that was, that was just a thought I had, not really a negative thing on the season or anything, mm-hmm. but like all these other seasons just wrapped up so nicely. And this one, they left wide open for season five. So you're okay with the <clears throat> 
I'm I love the length because I didn't care that like I I was in, interested through every single episode. There was not mm. one of those episodes this season that I felt too long or dragged or anything in any capacity. If you're going to if you're going to give me that length and keep me interested, sure. Make them 2 yeah. hours a pop. I don't care. As long as I'm interested, that's all I care about. That's the well, that's they went the, like they went the opposite way of what Disney's been doing. Exactly, exactly. And Disney needs to take some notes out of old well, Netflix obviously has a lot of stuff to work on with their with their TV um format. Like they need to start releasing that stuff weekly cuz they're losing subscribers left and right. But um Disney needs to take a page out of Netflix's book. They need to do more episodes, they need to do longer episodes. They need to cuz this story a thousand times better than every single MCU plus or, or oh, Disney, yeah. Disney plus show that we've gotten. This story I was would say incredible. even even season three, which isn't my favorite, is probably on par with the MCU's best. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's it's on. It w- I would put it. I would put season three, which I would say is the worst season of Stranger Things, in my opinion, on par with Loki. Yeah. And like that's not that's not a that's not a shot really at either. It's just like it speaks to the scope of it. Like because like everything else that they've done is better and even yeah. like i guess the, even now that i think more back on season three i may like that more than locally i'm not i'm not really sure maybe i'd have to watch loki again but i think it just comes down to length because season yeah. three because all these are, are are eight episodes right so yeah. i got eight hours of content from season three whereas loki i probably got four all together i when think you there cut are even more honestly credits. if i if i remember correctly i think the stranger things seasons they've been up to like 10 episodes i think okay <clears throat> but so yeah it's like way, i just get so much more content exactly just going to stranger things and rather like, than going i think to... i think that's disney's fear is that they're trying to keep these short to keep people engaged in them but i mean if you're able to keep people engaged with longer episodes you're going to get much more of a return in my opinion right. um, for, for these seasons. And, and I don't right. know, I think Disney plus maybe is just trying to do new stuff too, like experiment with new things. And I don't know if that's working out for them at this point. So they need to, they need to at least keep experimenting and keep doing different things. We're looking forward to She-Hulk, which is going to be nine episodes instead of six. So maybe we'll get a more complete, story in that than we've gotten in some of these other mm-hmm. uh, Disney plus shows. So, so anyways, yeah. Amazing, amazing. Uh, Stranger things Four season kudos to Netflix and the Duffer brothers and the entire cast and crew is an awesome ride. And we can't wait for season five, which is going to be in like two, two years, years from now. <laughs> I can't wait that long. That yeah. sucks. <laughs> that really and you get, suck. you also got to remember these kids, these, these kids are only supposed to be like freshmen. <laughs> yeah, I know so you guys in two years they're all gonna be they're all gonna be like twenty one years old and older, <laughs> but they're still gonna yeah. have to be freshmen because obviously I don't think any times no time can go by, right? Yeah, right. Like you have to start season five like right from the point where season four ends, so right. they've got to be the same age. Dustin, what's his name? Gatton, I think is his, his uh, yeah. name. He's twenty. So I'm assuming the rest of the cast is around that same age. Yeah, they're and all so, around that age. So they're going to be 22 playing freshman at high school. Yes. And Jonathan is like a 40-year-old guy. Going to be 56 years old. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He looks so old. It's ridiculous. Uh, the poor guy's just got like a resting. I think Max called it resting sad face. <laughs> just like his he face. Has just deeper, like he has deeper eyes than Max does. <laughs> They're like in the oh back of gosh. his head. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And drooping. Yeah. Just a sad looking guy. He really is. So sad. Well, Infinity Bros Universe, thank you so much for making us a part of your podcast experience. Uh, we thank you for sticking with us on this review of Stranger Things 4, Volume 2. Robbie, any other comments, questions, or concerns about uh, Stranger Things Season 4? Um, I hope that Jonathan dies and Eleven doesn't bring him back. (laughs) 
I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> that is a hot That's take, it. but I think I think most also I hope Steve and Nancy. Steve, yeah, and then I hope I hope Steve Nancy, and Nancy moves on very quickly yeah. and goes to goes to goes to Steve. That's Steve the relationship we all wanted to happen. Yeah. And, and what a, what a redemption from being the douche. Like he right. was like we thought he used to be bad, and now and he's then the we nice got, guy. Yeah. Well, even comparatively to to from him to Jason. And to uh, uh, Bobby, right, Bobby? Yeah, right. right? Yep. yep. To, compared to those two, he was a saint. Like he was never oh, that bad. Absolutely. Like he was a little bit of a tool, but like he was never that yeah. bad. Yeah. Exactly. So like now Nancy's like, hey, there's there's a lot worse, Nancy. Yeah. Okay, and the guy there's just a lot wants. Worse. Yeah. The guy Including just Jonathan. wants a Winnebago. Jonathan's yeah, in, that, in just, that worst dude, category. <laughs> the guy just wants a Winnebago and seventeen kids. That's all he wants. <laughs> exactly. Just. All right, rooting for rooting for Nancy and Steve in season five. Yeah. Anyways, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us. You can check out the Infinity Bros at uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, theinfinitybros.com. And you can also subscribe to our Patreon if you want some exclusive content, including this Ooh, uncut exclusive. episode uh, that is going to be dropping tonight and uh, potentially another uh, time stone review a podcast that we're going to be developing in the future. So make sure you check mm-hmm. out the Patreon and we'll put all of these links in the show notes. But anyways, Robbie, thank you so much for joining me today. It has been a blast talking stranger things with you. I'm very happy to be here. And thank you. Infinity Rose universe, wherever you're listening, however you're listening. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. We love you through thousand. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube at The Infinity Bros. You can also check out our website at TheInfinityBros.com for links, reviews, and sweet merch. Feel free to send us listener feedback via social media or email at InfinityBrosPodcast at gmail.com.